I had the worst night of sleep I've ever had in my entire life. I thought it was insomnia from a cup of coffee I had because I hadn't had coffee for a couple of days before that. And I slept really well on those days. So I said, okay, you know, maybe I just had a little bit too much caffeine. Then I thought it was my teeth because I've had issues with my teeth since my pregnancy with you know hormones and things like that. And they're a little sore. So I was like, okay, maybe it's my teeth keeping me up. Then... I thought maybe I'm having an allergic reaction to something because every time I lay down, I couldn't breathe that well. Like I like I can breathe, I could take a deep breath, but I felt like I was like really like, you know, like struggling. And it's been hot and humid here, but we had the air conditioning on. So I'm like, nah, there's no way that, you know, this is the humidity. And then I was like, maybe I'm having a panic attack. I've never had a panic attack before. I don't even know what I would have been panicking about at the time because I was tired and I definitely wanted to go to sleep. But I was like, maybe you're having a panic attack. And that didn't make me feel good at all. Now that I'm awake, I'm thinking that it probably was just indigestion. And the reason why is because I started to burp a little bit and I started feeling better. So I spent a whole night not sleeping because I just needed to burp, which is awesome. And now I'm also feeling really old because if my issue was in fact just ingestion, then that means that I'm old. (laughs) I'm only 32, but I keep thinking that everyone is younger because with the years we lost in the pandemic, I forget that like we've had birthdays and things like that. Like I, I keep thinking I'm 30. Like I literally the other day said to Josh, I was like, how old are you, 34? And he's like, he looked at me like astonished. And I was like, uh, he's like, I'm 36. <laughs> and we were cracking up because I was like, yo, I really thought you were 34. Like I was super convinced in my head that you were 34. But I've always known he was four years older than me, which is why I was like, oh, I must have thought I was 30. I'm a whole mess. Anyway, I took an allergy pill and ibuprofen and I'll probably take a nap at some point later in the day when I have figured out that I'm not dying. Meanwhile, what better time to record and get my mind off whatever is going on than now while everyone is still sleeping at 6 a.m. And although I never actually fell asleep last night, I still want to talk to my mamas about ways to ease into your day when you're waking up in the morning because we're doing the wake up challenge. And I know that when that alarm goes off, it can feel really jarring. It can feel like, damn, like I got to get up. I'm so tired. I just want to sleep a little longer. Whatever that first initial feeling, sometimes it's shock because you're like, whoa, the night is over already. Sometimes it's, you know, I'm not doing this. I can't do it. And then you slip back into your old habits. So I wanted to make sure that I am supporting you guys as much as I can and sort of walking you through what things have worked for me in this challenge. We're just over a week into it. And so I'm going to go over some tips on how to ease into your day so that it doesn't feel so jarring. But first, I want to thank you for tuning in to Mom Homie Podcast today. 
I'm your host, Brittany Drake, and I started this podcast to build a community of other working moms, whether they go into the office, work from home, or stay at home. Here, I try to offer you some insight on working from home with your little one in the mix, tips on staying sane through it all, and ways to prioritize your needs and the realities of being a working mom. Because if you're a mom, working is automatically in the title. So let's lift each other up. Let's support each other in this journey called motherhood while we're still trying to do the other things in our lives that make us feel good, okay? So our affirmation for this episode is, I will live throughout my day without trying to cease or conquer it. I'm going with this because although the saying seize the day is meant to be positive, it's kind of aggressive. And sometimes I don't have that energy. I don't have that energy to go into my day like that. I'm not trying to walk in there like Caesar, you know, like I want to walk into my day like listening to the birds chirp and the wind blow and the leaves rustle. I'm not trying to go in there and conquer the day, okay? (laughs) I'd rather ease into the day and flow throughout it with purpose and conserve that aggressive energy for something major should it come. And then if I don't have to use it, that's even better. I can save it for another day because we all know there's a day that comes where the whole day has to be aggressive. So, you know, if we can go into our day and ease into it and flow through it and accept it and embrace it the way it comes, then we'll feel a little bit better by the time the night rolls in, right? Anyway, let me know what you think about that. Do you want to ease into your day or do you want to seize the day? Okay, so now that we know what we're talking about, let's jump in, shall we? The first thing to ease into your day is to sit up when your alarm goes off. You don't have to jump out of bed right away, but if you sit up, you're less likely to fall back to sleep. And in this moment, try not to scroll through your phone so you're not diving headfirst into missed calls and texts, other notifications, or newsfeed, which could totally you know, set the mood and kill the vibe for the day. So try not to like immediately be in your phone and stuff. Just sit up and take a few breaths. If you need to meditate, meditate. If you need to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. If you need to stretch, stretch. Whatever you have to do, just sit up. And that way you're less likely to fall back to sleep, but you're also just not like, bam, into the day. Number two, drink water. You haven't been hydrated for hours, right? And sometimes a cup of water is all you need to perk you up like a flower that needs to be watered. So get you a cup of water, drink that on down, or if you want more than a cup of water, get that too. I know for me, my voice is usually very like deep and kind of raspy and 
that's not my normal voice. It's just my morning voice. So I, with a cup of water kind of helps me lubricate the, um, the larynx and the vocal cords and whatnot. And you know, water's good for you. So just have a little bit of water. And on the flip side, this is number three, wait to drink your coffee and your tea and your fruit juices. I find that when I wait to drink these things, my body goes through a more natural awakening, independent of substance, so independent of caffeine and sugar. When I let myself wake up this way, I feel less jittery throughout the day or without that feeling like I should be asleep but my body is the walking dead. (laughs) If you've ever had a night where you got little to no sleep, then you had to get up and you know, live your day and stuff, which if you're a mom, chances are you've had a day like that, then you know that walking dead feeling. It's that like out of body, glossy eyed, like I know I'm awake. I know I'm walking through the earth right now through the space, but my brain is like, hmm. So yeah, if you wait to have your coffees and your teas and your fruit juices, until you actually feel like you're naturally awake. For me, that's usually like an hour, hour and a half in. Then have your coffee or your tea. So that way it's adding on to the energy you already have versus being this like artificial energy that comes that you're trying to keep up with instead of it being the other way around. Number four is plan what you need to get done for the week And then for the day, so you can evenly distribute that throughout the week when possible and see where you may have some time for other things. And then you want to plan what matters to you the most first, especially if it's something for yourself. And the reason why I say especially if it's something for yourself is because the whole point of the wake up challenge is to have time for yourself and to do whatever makes you happy. And I encourage this so much because as moms, you know, we automatically want to jump into the chores and jump into, you know, what do we have to do for everybody else? And we forget that we have to do for ourselves. Okay. So don't think about anybody else at the moment, as long as they're still sleeping. You know, when I say, as long as I'm talking about your baby, I'm not talking about everybody else that's grown. But as long as they're still sleeping, like, get what you need to get done for yourself first, even if it's something minute, like, just get it done. And I guarantee you it'll be an automatic mood boost, and it makes the rest of your day feel a lot lighter. And then number five is to heat, massage, stretch, and roll any areas of your body that feel stiff or tight. Savannah has been sleeping in the bed with us early in the morning until we wake up, which is about three hours. So like, you know, she'll come and get in the bed with us or rather I go and get her and put her in the bed with us maybe around like four in the morning and then I get up at seven. So she's in the bed with us for like three hours. And at that time, my back and my neck are ready to retire. Like by the time I get up at seven, my back and my neck are like, I quit. (laughs) Unfortunately, they can't go anywhere because I can't live without them. So I apply heat with a heating pad or I'll take a shower. And then occasionally I'll use the foam roller to get like my upper back and my thighs if they're feeling kind of tight. And if you like things like yoga, I recommend that as well. 
If you haven't started the wake up challenge yet, or if you have questions or you need pointers, feel free to DM me on Instagram at copywritingbrit or at momhomiepodcast. Or you can email me at momhomie at copywritingbrit.com. The challenge is self-regulated and it's meant to be tailored to your desire. Although I do offer some wake-up challenge pointers to you on how to succeed in this habit change on my blog, momhomie.com. The point of the challenge is to take back some of the time for yourself, as I mentioned before, and the things that you love to do, whether it is taking a long shower or a bath, reading a book, drinking your coffee at the appropriate temperature. So if you have an iced coffee, drinking it when it's cold. If you have a hot coffee, drinking it when it's hot or just enjoying an uninterrupted breakfast. I cannot tell you how many times I've made a bowl of cereal and it's gone totally soggy before I can even sit down and take a bite. So if you are looking for just something like that, that's going to satisfy you, that's going to make you feel better, or if you're looking for something that is you know, going to just make your day easier in terms of productivity, then join this wake up challenge. Try it. Maybe it doesn't work for you, but you won't know unless you try it, right? So I am a week in, and the first week was pretty good. I had a couple of days where Savannah got up with me, which was okay because by the time I got to those days, I had actually gotten a lot done for myself. So it didn't make me feel so bad about those mornings that she did get up with me. And then the weekend, I actually slept in. So I decided to not do my challenge every day, just do it for the weekdays. So if this is something that you want to do, you can copy my exact schedule. Or for you, say you work on the weekends, but you have a couple days off in the week. You can reverse it. Or if you want just a few days where you're getting up for yourself and then the other days you're you know at your leisure or whatever it is then do that. But again, this is highly tailorable and the challenge is meant for you to succeed. It's not meant to challenge you so much that you're trying to achieve something that's perfect because there is no perfect in here. Whatever's going to help you win, whatever's going to make you again feel good, then that's what you want to do. And the reason why I created this challenge is because I was having trouble prioritizing the things that made me feel good, even if it was something like doing my hair And then I noticed that my mother-in-law would get up early every morning, about an hour or two before everyone else, and just take her time going on a walk or running to the store. So thanks, Peg. But I did want to share that with you. I hope that you are finding value in the challenge if you started it, or I hope that you do find value in the challenge if and when you start it. And remember that even if you start this challenge and it doesn't go the way you want it, there's going to be something you get from it. So just keep trying it. Or if you want to try it now, maybe for the winter months, you're fine with having a more, you know, a hibernated schedule, I'll say. And then when it gets warm again and the sun is out longer, you want to go back to it. So this is really meant for you to take and run with it and do whatever you want with it. What other methods are you using to ease into your day? Leave a comment on Instagram or Facebook and be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast on Spotify. Thanks again for listening and enjoy the rest of your day.